Pope's got three. Oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I am Andrew, the CTO. Uh, I'm Alex, one of the engineers at Hark. We want to talk about TypeScript because it plays a big part in what we do at, do at Hark. So TypeScript is just a superset of JavaScript. Uh, it allows us to put uh, static typing on top of, um, you know, a dynamically typed language. Uh, the best thing about it, though, is that valid JavaScript is valid TypeScript. So getting started from day one is really easy because you can just change, pretty much just change the file extension JS to TS, and yeah. you're, you're off. I think that a lot of people these days are transpiling their, their JavaScript anyway. They're, they're transpiling it from ES6 to ES5 because it needs to run in, in common browsers and older browsers that don't support ES6 anyway. So the idea of switching out your you know um, ES6 to ES5 transpiler for TypeScript is very simple. It's already being done and in, like instantly gives you the support for TypeScript. You can, uh, you know, rename some files to .ts instead of .js and also just start adding types. You start adding little bits here that, that really help. And on that, the TypeScript compiler can, you know, turn your ES6 into ES5, so it doesn't even have to transpile exactly. Exactly. TypeScript. So, you know, you can make the first step by just, just changing from, you know, perhaps Babel to TypeScript compiler. Nothing in your workflow changes and you can start adding it in gradually and, and taking advantage of, the, of what it's got to offer. Yeah. We use it for everything that's web-based, anything that uses JavaScript. We see the benefit in it and, and the safety it gives us and the flexibility it gives us when we're, when we're coding. We use it for, for every, every web-based application we use from our main UI top hat to support applications, anything we ship on devices. You know, it's such a great tool to have, you know, in our, in our developer toolbox. Yeah, we just we use it for everything we can. Why wouldn't you use TypeScript? Having used TypeScript, like for everything now there is no reason like no way i would not use typescript the only time i don't use typescript now is when i'm writing like quick like node scripts that i'm just going to chuck away but apart from that there is no reason not to use typescript yeah and coming from you know me personally coming from a c-sharp background but any developers coming from that kind of you know net java background we're used to types and javascript isn't a statically typed language that's one of its benefits it's so flexible but when you when you're building enterprise level applications and you've got teams of developers working on stuff, the flexibility and the safety it gives you, I don't know why you wouldn't want to use it. What you're used to in your kind of back end languages, like why would you not want that there? Yeah. And fundamentally, it stops me being an idiot. You know, I can't. You know, JavaScript thinks I know better than it does, and it's wrong. <laughs> you know. I can't, you know, I can pass 17 and fluffy kins a kitten to an add function. Well, that's obviously wrong. TypeScript's going to stop me doing that. So, yeah, the, the developer productivity on top of the normal JavaScript is, is really, really great. The, the fact that I can make a change to a type that's somewhere, somewhere in its own area and anywhere that it's used that is, is now wrong, it will tell me and I can go and fix that and know that everything's fine again. That is really helpful for when you're making changes to things like models or interfaces or types. Creating contracts for other developers yeah. to use makes it easier for them. You know, yeah, I, yeah. Why, why, why wouldn't you use it? I'm really happy about um, project references. That will allow us to split out our code bases and actually have common projects, which has typically been a problem in TypeScript. I guess coming from, from, from a C-sharp background, this is like a completely normal thing to do. And I would expect that it, it's possible 
because you have like projects in a solution and they have their own kind of areas and you can reference them. In TypeScript, it's kind of been like one big puddle. And when you've got a server project and um, you know, like an API and a, a front end, you would have to put them in the same, the same folder, but they're technically the same project to, to TypeScript. That is a problem when you've got conflicting versions maybe, or uh, types of something in terms of like you have um, a node version of a package and a client side, you know, browser version of a package. That is typically a problem. We, we have seen this as well. Uh, if you want to have a separate project as a child of your main project, so that's, that creates problems. You have to start having um, multiple kind of compilers or instances of like, you know, Webpack config or whatever to build those projects and then start excluding things. And every time you add something new, you have to exclude it. And it's just this really awful like mess to manage. So having project references means we can start having, you know, a common project that is all of our base models in as types and interfaces, et cetera, separated out. And then we can have a, an API project that's written in, in Node and TypeScript that uses and references that, that project and our UI project. And they're all separate. They're physically like physically separate or virtually separate. And they're not touching each other, but they, they have the ability to reference the common types. And also it means that when we change a model in the common folder, if we have an interface for a model, that means that our API will break and our, our UI will break. We will change each side and they will match again and they'll work. Yeah, it's quite a few sort of nice changes in, in TypeScript 3, but I agree that's the that's the most exciting one. It's something you take for granted, you know, in, in C sharp projects. Having a solution my... with you know projects that can reference each other, extracting you know commonality. So now TS config, referencing other TS config, I think it's a great idea. It's gonna yeah. allow us to split split our, our applications down. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a great idea. Uh, another interesting new feature is the new unknown type. Um, so, you know, TypeScript we talked about, TypeScript lets you add types to your, to your JavaScript. Um, but sometimes you might not have a type or you're using an API that you're not sure about. And they give you this most most capable type called any, which is basically putting it back to, to JavaScript, essentially untyped, an untyped variable. This can be anything you want. Um, and it allows you to... You can do anything with it, access properties that might be there, or call a function. Yeah, oh, I'm being lazy and I'll fix this later. Yeah. Any. Um, but with unknown, it gives you, it's the opposite. It's the, the least capable type in that it could be anything. However, you can't do anything with it until you've checked what type it is. And I, you know, I think that's a, it's a nice, nice feature. So you can't, you know, you're not going to get these exceptions at runtime where you're trying to call a, you know, invoke a function that isn't a function or call a method that doesn't exist. And, yeah, for for defensive coding, saying that I don't know what this is, it enforces the fact that before you can use it, you have to say, all right, is it an object? Okay, does it is it an object and does it have this property? And if it doesn't, do this. And if it does, let's do this. And if it is a string, do this. Like something, especially when it comes to shipping devices, that like you have to be very defensive. You have to handle all the use cases. So by enforcing an unknown type, you are saying, I don't know what this is. This could be these things. And you could do some different things around that. Um, but saying that, hey, person using this, you will not get away without me, with, you know, without you checking what this is. 
I think is very valuable for kind of, he's enforcing it. Like it's not a negative word, just making sure that someone's going to be very defensive in their programming. Well, TypeScript isn't a language, that's the thing. So the browsers that are running and the engines that run underneath, they still understand JavaScript. TypeScript's not a language in itself. Everything you, you write in TypeScript disappears. We talked about translation earlier. That, what that means is TypeScript just gives us design time, you know, developer time, safety and feedback and that kind of thing. When you transpire, what it does is turn that TypeScript file into a JavaScript file that the browser will understand. So JavaScript is still the language. TypeScript is just some design time support, if you like. Yeah, I think types, uh, sorry, JavaScript is still used very heavily in in every in every way in browsers. It's 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 the thing that you use to do scripting in browsers, and it's also taken over you know the server world with with Node as well. And a lot of iOS apps, for example, are adopting JavaScript for the ability to automate things in their apps. Uh, I know that, like, for example, Apple adopted it to doing you know, for replacement of AppleScript, for example. And I know a few apps, so like Omni as well, the, the company Omni are doing um, OmniScript, I think it's called, I'm, don't quote me on that, uh, which allows you to script the, the automation side of those apps with JavaScript because it's a very approachable language. TypeScript, I, I reckon, is, it's a JavaScript developer turn, some, like, turned as a, as a JavaScript developer you're kind of looking for that next step but as someone who just wants to get something working like I said with those node scripts you just want to write a script that knows you know how the language works but you're going to throw this away or it's, it's temporary with scripting and with automation it's very similar as well that you're just saying do this thing get it done and JavaScript's very very good at doing that Hey guys thanks for watching uh, if you like what you saw here you can find more over on our website harxis.com check out the lab section uh, you can follow us on twitter at harxis uh, and just let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about in the future you know get in touch mm-hmm.